everyone. Welcome to the voice of Dr. Yan, and I'm your host, Dr. Limeng Yan. A lot of things have happened in the last week, and let's see what we are going to talk about in this episode. First of all, definitely, I want to discuss with you about the very popular and bombshell video released on Twitter by Project Veritas, which is actually took between the Pfizer director of the MRA group, Jordan Walker, and the journalist, James O'Keefe. In this video, very interestingly, Jordan, as a researcher in Pfizer, have told the journalist James that Pfizer has planned to do something by manipulating the variants of COVID virus and to uh, invent the uh, new or uh, the novel of COVID vaccines in advance of the outbreak. This make almost all the audience shocked. Aha, uh -huh, you can do this in the lab. And he described what can be done in the lab, which actually verified my revelation from 2020. Uh, the good thing is, I mean, I hope it is, uh, according to Jordan's description, this is just a, uh, the plan, and although there are some kind of uh, exploratory, uh, uh, this kind of trials, but maybe it's just uh, about the uh, sequencing change in the computer, or maybe it's just some uh, variant modification in the labs. Uh, it seems haven't been used to uh, the mammalian tests like monkeys. And uh, the good thing is we haven't seen the evidence to prove that Pfizer already uh, manipulated variant and the variant is in the circulating uh, outbreaks or pandemics. And we don't want to see this happen, of course. And also I will go through the a lot of details uh, revealed by this video to talk with you which part Jordan talked is reasonable and which part is a part we need to be focused on and also the most important thing is what Jordan described as a plan in the video did it happen in China what has Chinese Communist Party done in the past three years after the Wuhan outbreak on the coronavirus variant and is there any countermeasures developed by CCP based on the variant? And what do we know by now? I'm going to tell you something, including the very latest findings come out from my team, the Yen Research, combined with the uh, intelligence and the background introduction to you, because this would make you further I mean, deepen your understanding of the pandemic, coronavirus, and what these scientists can do if they have evil purposes. Okay, so in the beginning of this video, Jordan is 
happy. I mean, he was happy to uh, introducing that uh, there is a plan uh, which he thought is very uh, exciting uh, that they could, if Pfizer want make the novel vaccine and also they want the novel vaccine uh, get very, uh, how say, very wide uh, acceptance in the market with uh, good uh, outcomes means uh, this can target the very end more accurate than the current one. And of course, they can predict some variants in the laboratories. And he said, this is actually the plan discussed in the Pfizer meeting. They're talking about maybe they can do something in the laboratories to make the variant and based on the new variant, and then they can predict the new vaccines. So the Pfizer's response in the meeting, according to Jordan, is people thought this is a dangerous um, opinion. And uh, they know there is huge risk if they start to do this kind of trials in the labs. And they actually uh, didn't I mean pass this uh, suggestion because based on the description, we can see that still a lot of people feel hesitant about that and they worry about the safety issues and they uh, they basically, they didn't focus on the technology issues. There are more than one way available to develop such variant. However, the focus is on the biosafety. So what we can learn from this part of the description. The thing is, when Jordan talked about, let's, let's first listen to how he described this part. Mutating COVID? That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, in living animals. So the way they were thinking about it, again, don't call anyone the public. You gotta publish your talk. You gotta publish your talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the way it would work is like, we put them in the virus and with monkeys. Okay. And then we successively, like, cause them to keep infecting each other. I would go out serial samples from them, and then once they're more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And it's constantly actively mutated. That's one way. Or we can do, like, directed, like, simulation, which, like, we and they just sample what the different like um like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. So okay. then you can see the mutation, you can have force you can mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know it's those everywhere. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it's no sense that this virus walked out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. So yeah, you see. Basically, uh, Jordan has described uh, at least three ways to mutate the virus in the laboratory to tailor the future uh, novel vaccines. So let's say one by one. First, he has talked about the monkey trials to 
like infect the monkey one by one, like the one monkey infect or three monkey infect together and pass to next group. And then after that, they get infected again, pass. It's more like the uh, passage from be, um, one group to the next group, right? In the virology, we call it the serial passage using animals. So this serial passage, if you have watched the video, you may also notice that Dr. Malone has already described that some expert already revealed that in Wuhan laboratory in China, the COVID-19 virus was developed using the serial animal passage and on the animal model of the humanized mouse. And what Jordan described actually told you that this is really very available and also very effi uh, efficient. And the, they prefer to choose this way to adapt the virus through the animals and to mimic the mutation and to uh, get the new variant for study. And who's the expert Dr. Mango described to reveal this serial animal passage first? I can say I'm definitely the first of them. And according to my uh, knowledge, uh, on 19th January, 2020, when I first reviewed it through the media in the, on the YouTube in Chinese, I'm definitely the first scientist talking about this because when I worked in the WHO reference lab in the University of Hong Kong, I'm very familiar with that, uh, this kind of technology because in the influenza vaccine development, this serial passage in animal model, at that time I used the common mouse model, is very useful. And when I adopted the human influenza virus to the common mouse, actually the pathogenicity is reduced it will cause disease in mouse, not human, like before. And then we can test the vaccine efficacy and see the side effects after the vaccination from the mouse model. That bring us a lot of useful data. And that's also why I told you, it's very difficult to develop the efficient and also safe vaccines. Even for influenza vaccine, we have studied for so long, we still cannot make sure the protection and also for the novel influenza vaccine, there are always a lot of unexpected side effects. And that's why you have to spend a lot of time to do the animal test and again and again, change your protocols and change the uh, method. It never happened like COVID-19 virus, just boom, come out within several months and boom, it is applied to almost everyone, even the mandatory policies. Okay, that's another issue. Let's talk back to Pfizer things. So what Pfizer is supposed to do is they want to use the monkey. Okay, they, at least they prefer monkey. So what's the difference between mouse and monkey? Monkey is much larger, you know? 
So it is very difficult for the researchers to handle monkeys in the laboratory. I have done the mouse experiment. I can handle small uh, white mouse, black mouse using one hand and easily control them in the uh, biosafety cabinet. However, for monkey, I have my experience when I was a uh, ophthalmology student, when we do the myopia test, monkey is so big and the monkey can fight against people, can attack people. So you require very professional the researchers and work with assistants to handle the monkey. So that means when you're working on the infectious disease virus like coronavirus a monkey model, it's very dangerous. Uh, I know in China, there are the laboratory in Wuhan, uh, not the same one of the bad woman, Xi Jinping's other team in Wuhan. They can handle the monkey model. They actually have published the publication after the outbreak, claimed that they tested the coronavirus uh, on the monkey, and the, the SARS-CoV-2 on monkey, and say the uh, outcomes. So monkey is available. And if you talk about the uh, observation, of course, monkey is more close to human. And the very end, through the serial passage, among uh, monkeys can uh, be more uh, close to the result on human for the very end prediction. However, the risk is also increased. And that's why it raised a very important question. Even the, in the Pfizer internal meeting, the researchers are worried about that. What happened if out of control? The new variant will come out from the lab and it would cause the potential public health issue. Even it would be controlled just within the certain range and you know usually uh, when it conducted in the biosafety lab as I said it can infect the researchers colleagues but it could be contained uh, in a small range not cause huge outbreak but of course they have this kind of concerns and before they can solve this kind of concerns I don't think this kind of experiment should be just put into trial because that would cause a lot of other potential problems. And also using humanized mouse at that time in the Wuhan lab solved some problem like the very high cost using monkey uh, and the difficulty in handling monkey. So they use a humanized mouse to develop the SARS-CoV-2 virus in Wuhan, it can help the coronavirus uh, to adapt human before it infects human in the reality. And that's why when I reviewed it from 19th January 2020 through the uh, Oda media on YouTube. And also later I wrote it in the Yen reports in uh, published in September 2020, describe how this happened and why they need to apply this technology. Later, more feedback come out that uh, some sources has confirmed that Ralph Barrick have given the humanized mouse to Wuhan laboratory. And of course, in China, later they developed the humanized 
uh, human, especially human ACE2 mouse, I mean, for this kind of uh, coronavirus, satellite coronavirus development. So they have uh, enough uh, materials, animal models to uh, to do the test, to enhance the function to let the virus more adapted to human even before it infects human. And that's, of course, I mean, with a very bad, uh, very evil purpose behind it. So if not, why do you want the virus to infect human? Because it was the bad coronavirus before the gain of function experiment, before weaponized in the laboratories in China. And then they modify it. See, this is a difference, right? When I talk about the influenza vaccine and uh, variant we did in mouse model, we attenuate the human influenza virus to the most adapted variant for the study to uh, provide the data for human. And later it will go back to human trial to, uh, to see whether the vaccine works or failed. But in the gain of function and weaponized the program, they did it in the reverse way. The PLA and the CCP scientists have conducted the experiment to make the bad coronavirus get more and more adapted to human. And before it goes to human, they have to even use a humanized mouse with a main receptor, human ACE2 receptor, to further enhance the affinity of the virus and to guarantee it can infect human when it come out. Now what Pfizer is talking about actually is between, I mean, in the uh, between the very safe experiment, uh, attenuate virus, and to the gain of function experiment. It, it is blurred. That's why Jordan also told the journalists that mm, we won't describe it as gain function. Uh, maybe it's called directed uh, uh, the evolution. Uh, yeah, we don't have very strict definition about gain of function, right? This is always a problem in the gain of function experiment, dual use. Uh, but for Pfizer, they really can argue that because what they are doing is they, if they decide to do it, if at that time, they will bring the human COVID-19 virus variant to infect monkey. And during that period, kind of attenuate because monkey's ACE2 receptor is still slightly different from human, uh, although it's still cannot define how much percentage of the function will be changed. And of course there is potential other risk will be generated during the experiment. But what they mean is they won't argue that not gain because this is already the virus infect human, but let's say the variant from a uh, monkey. However, the potential risk generated from this kind of experiment is immune escape. Monkey may make the virus have more immune escape uh, capacity because of the slight difference between human and monkey, right? And then if the variant become human escape, uh, not human, sorry, immune escape, of course that's what they want to say in the vaccine development because the new vaccine they developed based on the new variant from monkey 
can overcome, they, they can manage, try to overcome this immune escape, right? That's why he said they won't get the vaccine based on this kind of uh, variant through animal model, serial passage, and to increase the uh, efficacy of the new, uh, new vaccines. However, this is very dangerous because what we have seen is there is one example already happened in the beginning of the outbreak. The People's Liberation Army scientist, Chou Yusen, he's a bioweapon expert. He's very senior, almost general level, and he has been working on the immune escape mechanism, variant and vaccine development, especially on the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19 virus before his mysterious death. Yeah, he's passed away now. He passed away in uh, at the end of May, 2020. What happened before his death? Before that, first, his team developed the very first vaccines in China against the COVID-19 virus in February 2020, even before the pandemic came out in US and they filed the patent, which is so quickly, so efficient, and definitely it's very suspicious. And also his team right before his death in April 2020 has done the coronavirus uh, COVID-19 variant using the mouse model. They have found some mutant after the serial passage in the mouse model using COVID-19 virus in the lab. That is something called N501Y. That means at the site of 501 on the spike protein of COVID-19 virus, the amino acid N is modified to Y after the serial passage. And that caused some new pathogenicity, and which is uh, one of the uh, very, uh, how to say, the, according to them, it's a kind of exciting findings from this experiment. However, after his death, and uh, after they submit the article to the scientific journal, in September 19, uh, 2020, this kind of very end somehow come out in the reality. Remember the very first very end of COVID-19 virus? If you go back to check, it come out from UK around September 2020, and it includes very special mutant of N501Y. So that means it's very suspicious whether the very end related to Choyson's development, Choyson's experiment is also connected to the very end in the UK. Yeah, of course, we have to do more investigation on that because 
This is very, very suspicious. This connect to the People's Liberation Army and Joey's mysteriously dead and CCP kept very low profile for his death at that time. And his study network involved the very core part in the development of COVID-19 virus, even including his wife who worked in the New York Blood Center uh, with him before and also later moved to the other University of Georgia in, uh, in the United States. All these things are very suspicious and it's his experiment creates a very end later somehow got out of the uh, lab and caused a new very end outbreak in UK and then all over the world, we don't know. And we still need more evidence, but I have did my testimony in front of Freedom Caucus in the Congress in July, 2021. I have told them this whole story and I hope there are more investigation under uh, the I mean, uh, under the, the other teams uh, working together uh, to know what happened. So when Pfizer stuff talking about this, definitely everyone should be aware of the potential uh, risk when you develop such variant using, especially coronavirus, this kind of very uh, transmissible and very uh, dangerous uh, pathogen. And also, uh, when I told people in the in reports and in my revelation that the Syria passage is one of the important part of the COVID-19 development in China, those scientists like Fauci, Peter Daszak, and uh, other researchers involved into COVID-19 uh, vaccine development or uh, in the related field, they did a lot to smear me to discredit my revelation, right? So now, also after three years, but we still say, see, more and more evidence come out, verified my word that even for those compromised scientists or for the researchers keep silence, they actually know that what I said is true, is available, is very reasonable and the evidence is solid, just they don't want to touch this topic or they prefer to help Chinese Communist Party to cover it up for their own benefits. And what is it uh, about the second uh, method he mentioned that uh, using direct evolution uh, in other way, but they don't prefer to, it actually means if you don't use an animal model, you just stay there using computer uh, with uh, big data to do the computational model to predict it. That's more like the most of the uh, kind of uh, influenza vaccine development uh, per season. It's usually, it usually happened half a year before the next influenza season. And uh, the laboratories uh, all over the world will show their data. So our lab, like the WHO reference lab in the University of Hong Kong is one of the very important part in this team. And WHO will organize this scientist and share the data, discuss and 
they observe the past circulating variant in the last flu seasons, and they check the uh, people's respond against the last influenza uh, vaccine and also the after the nature uh, immunity uh, exposed after the influenza infection. They analyze all this kind of antigen antibody and then make the prediction. So this requires less animal model, but uh, takes the big data and also it's difficult to make the accurate prediction. For example, in 2003, uh, 2013 to 2004, the failure of the uh, prediction makes the vaccine efficacy against the uh, influenza virus in that season even as low as 20%. And basically, you don't need to get vaccine, you, you still can get similar protection, right? From uh, generated by your own immunity. That's why when Pfizer talking about the new vaccines, they definitely want to avoid of this kind of inaccuracy and failure. And when they also talk about the third way, as Jordan mentioned, it is uh, using the molecular model, like uh, especially the spike protein, to see how antigen and antibody combine each other and uh, also to test uh, which is a part of the neutralizing antibody always come to and which part is weak and the, they want enhance the uh, antibody stimulation uh, through their vaccines and also stimulate the you know, uh, body's uh, response to uh, enhance the protection uh, against the, the new variant. So this is the way also available, but uh, if you want to use it to do the prediction, usually it won't be uh, that accurate. So they may choose that way, and that is also considered as uh, safer compared to the uh, mo animal model like monkeys. But it also will bring a lot of other uh, issues, including that if you have done the very good uh, molecular model to see what will happen if the new variant come out, uh, how, what can you do to handle it? But if this, come, uh, this outcome is misused by the bad scientists, like the CCP scientists, they will say, okay, then we can develop such variant and then we can cause a new wave out outbreak even before you have the good countermeasure, even before you develop the good vaccine or drugs target aid, right? And actually, this kind of concern based on the investigation by my teams in research and based on the combination of the sources we obtained from China, it is, I mean, kind of already become reality in the past three years in the pandemic. And okay, let's have a short break now and I will go back with you to further discuss what have happened in China during the past three years involving the very suspicious variant like Delta, Kappa, Omicron, and what Chinese government is focusing on and the variant and the countermeasures. Go back soon.
Cold and flu season is here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to minimize airborne viral threats? Well, now there is, and it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray called Cofix RX. You might even say it's just what the doctor ordered. To reduce your chance of getting hurt, you wear a safety belt when you're driving. To limit sun damage, you wear sunscreen on the beach. Cofix RX is just like that. It's an additional layer of protection. It's sold by thousands of pharmacists and medical doctors nationwide. It's made right here in the USA. Again, it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray. You've heard them talk about it here on the Outloud Network over and over again. Check out cofixrx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com for a retailer near you or use coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off at cofixrx.com. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. AmericaOutloud.com If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all.
Hi everyone, welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yen. And in the last section of this episode, we have talked about uh, what Jordan and Pfizer have described in the video taken by the Project Veritas about the novel COVID-19 variant and the novel vaccines based on the variant, which plan, uh, which Pfizer plans to do. And whether it is real or just a plan, we still don't know yet, because Jordan said he had some team may already done some trials, which we don't know what kind of trials. And of course, we require Pfizer to tell the public what they have done as soon as possible to keep it transparent, especially when it is uh, involved such an issue raising the concern of the gain of function for the public health. And also, I really agree that uh, what uh, Senator Mike Rubio has wrote in the letter to Pfizer CEO uh, right after release of the video. In that letter, Rubio has asked the Pfizer CEO to provide more materials and evidence to show that if Pfizer plans to do so, and if they have already conducted some preliminary trials, which would involve the gain of function uh, risk. So they should provide the details for uh, public and legislator to verify, to review whether it's really safe and if anything happened, what would be done for the uh, kind of control or who will be some, who will be the one in charge of the surveillance and whether these people really can do it properly? Because in that video, also Jordan told Jordan told the journalist of Project Veritas that oh, this kind of things will be reviewed. Like when they get the new development of the vaccine, it will be reviewed quickly from the authorities. I assume he mentioned uh, NIH or FDA that because these uh, officials won't get a job after they retired from the authorities and they want to find a new job in the pharmaceutical companies as consultants or other type of the uh, uh, you know stuff. And because the salary will be very good. So they don't want to upset the pharmaceutical industries. That also verified another thing I reviewed uh, since 2020, that this is a very small world, right? The virologists, the researchers, and also the uh, officials in NIH, FDA, WHO, and the, the people who work in the pharmaceutical industries, I mean, they basically have very strong connection among each other. Also that the public assume there should be the uh, very strict surveillance and also the, uh, the review, the, the regulation. And uh, uh, when they pass a certain uh, novel uh, trial or novel bioproducts like the COVID-19 vaccines, there should be a very good uh, evaluation which can make sure the safety. No, it doesn't mean like that. It, 
Actually, in this small world, when they try to do something together, when the benefit is high enough, majority of these people would turn to work together or at least keep silence. That's why, I mean, it takes us so long time to go to the step that virus is not, the COVID-19 virus was not from nature. It's actually the product in the laboratory in China. Even this is just the, the very first step for people to understand the nature and the secrets of the origin of COVID-19. It already took almost three years, right? And I can tell you uh, numerous attacks uh, come out from this uh, authorities, this uh, very reputational uh, experts and also uh, the the capital behind them towards me because I told people the truth of origin of COVID and they can't deny so they only can smear me. They try to make me silent like what CCP wants. They are helping Chinese Communist Party to amplify the attacks against me and cheat the public. I know the truth will come out finally. I just hope it's not too late and it's good. Now I don't think it's too late. And we still need to push it forward to the very bottom of the secret of COVID origin, which is the Chinese Communist Party's unrestricted bioweapon products. And also, when we talk about the, what can be done in US by Pfizer or other uh, pharmaceutical industries, we definitely have to think about a very serious question. Do you, do you think Chinese Communist Party can have the similar idea? And that is a country developed the COVID-19 virus initially and then released it to cause the pandemic cause the damage all over the world and they enjoy the trophy. Then what would this regime do in the past three years based on the early uh, variant in the outbreak? Would they think about variant versus countermeasures in the laboratories? As I described that suspicious variant N501 why uh, matched what developed in the laboratories by people's collaboration, army scientist Joeyson, and later coincidentally become the new, out, new variant caused the outbreak in UK. So what else would happen? In the past few weeks, my team in research have done some investigation studies. And also we have received the information from sources in China, which implied a big group of scientists involved many laboratories in China, uh, both military and civilian laboratories. And it pointed to 
the leading scientist in the whole system in CCP's bioweapon program and military program, and also the national uh China National Health Commission. So that means it's very difficult for the other team to do the same prediction with the same accuracy in the world. However, Cao's team did it. And let's see what else Nature's 10 described as how. They said that Cao's team predicted the key mutations that would define many of the variants currently circulating. Okay, they predict the currently circulating variant in advance. And also they have studied the countermeasure like the antibodies based on the variant they predicted. Sounds familiar? Do you recall the, what Jordan has talked about? I mean, if you want to make the prediction very well, the best way is you see the variant in the labs, create a variant, right? However, what Pfizer staffs worry about is the variant created in the laboratories become true in the real nature. But Cao's team already predicted the variant and then that variant soon after circulating around us, including the famous Omicron variant. And then they also show you that they have developed the countermeasures. Smell fishy? I don't want to make you think that it's far-fetched. Actually, what we are talking about is based on the publications from the Chinese Communist scientists and involve a lot of Tao's uh, close collaborators and also the industries in developing those countermeasures actually also have Tao's uh, roles inside because he had his own pharmaceutical company working on the countermeasures in China even before he had his article publication in the COVID-19 field. Remember, he was not virologist at all. He's not immunologist at all. Before he had the first publication of COVID-19 in 2020, he was a PhD, uh, just graduated in the chemistry, okay? And what Cao told the Nature magazine is, the forecast allowed their team to access, uh, assess the variants' abilities to invade immunity shortly after they've been identified and often weeks before their teams because this is the first time we are ahead of the virus, Cao said. The first time this team can be ahead of the virus variant and did the best thing compared to all the other scientists all over the world. Yeah, young scientists, yeah, talent, right? Or maybe we can think about other possibility which would be more practical. And also, Cao told the Nature magazine that the way they can uh, stay ahead of the virus is because only by making predictions that work does this 
show you understand the system. Wow. He and his team really understand the system. Coronavirus, how they um, circulating around the population all over the world, generate the uh, variant and then also certain mutants certainly happen and uh, by accident it escapes the uh, immunity. And according to Cao's interview to China state uh, media, Cao has also told journalists that he doesn't think heart immunity would work in the future, and the Omicron cannot provide you the heart immunity as you supposed. And they also think the the chance of the immune escape of the COVID variant is still increasing. But don't worry, they not only predict the variant, they also would provide you the countermeasure. For example, one of the monoantibody that is in the clinical trial in China is already uh, happened in Cao's pharmaceutical industry. Um, why do I talk about Cao and uh, Cao Yunlong and also the Cao Xuetao who's uh, leading immunologist and bioweapon as uh, general in China? Mm, because when we do the study, we just realize, aha, uh -huh, the young talent scientist, the COVID-19 predictor Cao Yunlong, is the son of CCP's leading bioweapon general immunologist Cao Xuetao. And Cao Yunlong's achievement is promoted by CCP government and especially National Health Commission to tell the world this guy predict the very end you have exposed to is highly consistent with Cao Yunlong and the Cao Yunlong's collaborators' prediction. And also, they warn you, I mean, CCP their health commission led by Cao, Cao Yunlong's father, Cao Xuetao, also warned the world in December 2022, there will be the immune escape variant come out. They could escape all the herd immunity. They would make the vaccines and other monoantibodies ineffective, but don't worry, there would be better uh, countermeasure from China and you can buy it from China, and if you're friendly with China government, and China government will help you to handle it all together. What Cao Yunlong has done is, he basically involved into this immune escape mechanism study, and also uh, breakthroughs the neutralizing antibodies they found from the uh, populations with herd immunity and also develop the new uh, countermeasure and magically uh, they, what they predict uh, uh, the mutations would escape the uh, current immunity also happened in soon after their prediction in the nature and the caused the new and uh, uh, new waves in the outbreaks and also Cao and his team had developed the algorithm uh, model which they claim combine a lot of knowledge, including mathematics, physics, chemistry, and virology, immunology. I mean, basically it means, uh, 
it's almost impossible for you to verify whether this authorism, uh, algorithm model, computer model, uh, really uh, predicts things as they describe. They use this model to reconfirm what they predict in the past three years is uh, based on the model is scientific. So that means, I mean, briefly you can consider it as something happened and uh, these things happen and you would see suspicious always variant prediction and variant come out and then a uh, new quantum measure come out. Then suddenly Tao Yunlong's team tell you, oh, we did it because we have very good computing, uh, computational model, a very good model uh, combined a lot of data. Of course, you won't know the secret of the model because you are not allowed to touch the data or get involved into their study. And the question is, do you believe the model predict other things or reversible? It is, they did something and combine it to use a model to make all of the prediction sounds reasonable. Okay, don't be far-fetched. Just go to check what Cao Yunlong has done in the past three years. Check his collaborators, including Qin Chengfeng, the PLA scientist in Academy of Military Medical Science. Check Qin Chuan, check Chen Wei, check all these PLA scientists or civilian scientists deeply involved into CCP's unrestricted bioweapon program, especially for COVID-19 virus. My investigation with my team is still ongoing. This time, just try to give you some clues. You go to study and verify by yourself, and we will definitely do the follow-up report about what happened in China, what happened to the very end, what happened to this kind of evil plan when it becomes true. Thank you so much. In the voice of Dr. Yen, welcome to you uh, every Sunday, Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, and then repeat on the America Out Loud radio network and the free apps, including the Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, and many others. Thank you. See you next week.